Welcome back to Unpacking the Uncomfortable, the podcast. How are you today? You're with Ashika and Gabby. If you are new to Unpacking the Uncomfortable, welcome. If you know us from Instagram, hello. Hello, ladies and gents. Thank you so much for joining us today. We are super excited. Gabby and I are super, super excited about today's topic. It's hot. Mm-hmm. I mean, our topics are always hot, aren't they? It's true. It's true. Um, you know, I think it's something that both Ashik and I have been not just going through. I mean, it's something that I think every entrepreneur, any anyone in any state of life goes through as you continue to grow. Last week, we talked about owning your voice and the growth that can come with that and how difficult that can be. And that's really what unpacking is about. Today, we're talking about... Um, not so much the other side of that, but I guess a really important aspect of it and how to get there. And I feel like it's something that a lot of us try and get to with um, all of these apps, like the Calm app, Headspace, um, any meditation app, I guess. Um, And it's not um, shitting on them by any means. It's just saying that it might not be, it, it seems like you're looking forward for it in a performative aspect, or, you know, you're looking for tools to find it when really the, it's within you. So Ashika, why don't you get into what we're talking about? Can I just address what you just said? Because that was yes, ma'am. like amazing when you brought up the fact that there's an app for every thing. And again, like we're not here to, to bash an app because hello, our podcast is on an app, <laughs> but <laughs> let's just, let's just put that out there. Okay. We'll just clear the deck here. We don't want any hate emails or anything. Mm-hmm. But the fact is that we are so we are so dependent on apps to change our state that we have lost the need to have the motivation and the urgency from within. Anything you want to do, oh, there's an app for it. Okay, uh-huh. How are you taking responsibility? Well, I press play. Okay. And then what? So there's an, always an app for it. And, and you know what? Yes, there, there are beautiful apps and there's a lot of apps that we ourselves collectively, you know, we, we recommend to our clients, but it's, it's not the app. We are in control of the app. The app does not control us. Very important to recognize that. So when it comes to grounding, I mean, and the topics we bring here on Unpacking the Uncomfortable podcast, it is, there are topics, there are uh, growth, it's a journey that we, um, we ourselves as coaches go through once with ourselves um, and also with our clients. And the three top um, ways to ground that we're going to be talking about in, in today's podcast is something that's going to hit you like a brick. I mean, some of you may have heard it before, but we're going to present it to you in a different way that's going to give you that aha moment that's going to stop you in your tracks while you're listening. But you know what? If you're driving, please don't put your brakes on, like keep driving, just keep listening, go back to it, make mental notes, save it for later, share it with who you think will need or needs to stop in their tracks and go through the the process of grounding. And that's what it is. Grounding isn't a, 
oh, I've got to check it off my list. Okay, cool, grounded, next, it's not. Okay, so we're presenting three different ways that you can start. And the reason we like to give you options is because not one thing is going to work for everybody, okay? We're not talking about cooker, cook, <laughs> oh boy, mm -hmm. we are not talking mm -hmm. about cookie cutting options here, okay? We're not talking about, okay, we'll just go and meditate and you'll be grounded. No, grounding is a shit storm to go through and coming out on the other side still standing. Ashika brought knives today. Um, <laughs> I'm so here for the energy. I'm so here for your energy. Thank you for being you and for showing up in this way. I am so here for this. Okay. Bring it. This is the thing with grounding. Okay, let's get very, very real for a moment. I think a lot of people think that when it comes to grounding, you walk around as this ethereal deity of like, I am grounded. I see my future. That's not what happens. Let me tell you. To figure out what grounding means to you and to get into that space of grounding, you have to go through this hurricane of figuring out where you are, like we said last week, so uncomfortable and you're just you know you have all the plates spinning you know you were in the eye of the storm and all of a sudden there's like it's like it all clears and you start to witness and instead of um confront you start to listen instead of respond you start to feel as opposed to react so do you see where i'm going it's it's not about I think, and this is the thing, meditation, and we talked about it this last, we talked about this last week. Meditation isn't for you to be this beautiful, calm person. It, you know, maybe you don't even clear your head, you don't even clear your thoughts, but it's giving you that moment of coming into your body, of recognizing where you are and being like, okay, that's, that's the part of grounding. It's, I recognize where I am. I am in my body. I see, you know, you could be in a really difficult situation, you know, say, even if you're a coach or an entrepreneur or a mom or, you know, um, or partner and you're interacting, your environment is very hectic or you're being pulled in every, uh, every other direction that you can think of. But you can take a breath and say, I see the chaos. It's like you see a storm from, you see a storm coming, you see a storm from a distance, but you're no longer embodying it. And it's no longer becoming your identity because your identity is yourself. Your identity is that core within you, as opposed to being all of the other things that go on in your life, as opposed to being all the problems in your life. Your identity is yourself and all the external shit is just that. Mm. I love it. External shit. I also brought knives today. <laughs> we, we, I mean, we built the table. Okay. We have whatever yeah. utensils we want on the table. Um, I love that. I love how you um, helped us visualize it no. as a storm because it will, it will, feel like a storm. You're going to feel uncomfortable. And I mean, some of the things that I was feeling when I was, you know, every time I feel like I 
my, my headspace needs to be more focused. I need to be more grounded because we all go through it. If you feel like you are always grounded 100% of the time, could you just email us and tell us your secret? Because I mean, it is like one in a million, but it may be out there. And also when it comes to grounding, it's really important to recognize what type of energy do you want to bring forth, okay? Why do you need to be grounded? What is the definition of grounding to you? People, I think it's also a word that people so freely throw around and say, oh, well, I want to feel grounded. Okay, what does that mean to you? What does that mean to you? And then you hear crickets. Well, you know, I need to meditate more or, or I need to do this or I need to, you know, feel more connected to self, to, to my children. Okay, all of those things are great, but why? Why? Why is it important to you? And as we know in the world of um, um, self-help and entrepreneurship, your why is at the core of the purpose of whatever it is that you want to bring forward in your life right? So as we were talking previously, as, as Gabby and I, whenever we hop on and we do our podcast, we have a little, you know, moment where we shoot the shit and we really get grounded in ourselves and what we're going to present to you guys, because we want to be intentional here with what we provide. Um, and we had, um, we were saying this phrase where, you know, do you want to bring sugar into the world or do you want to bring salt? Is it sweetness that you want in your life or is it bitterness? Whatever your intention is go working towards grounding is what's going to manifest in your life. What do you want? Do you want the sugar or do you want the salt? You know, I think let's, let's just like take a, a quick moment and go into manifestation. I think so often when I talk to people about manifestation, they are so focused on the physical aspects of manifestation. I'm manifesting a house. Well, I'm manifesting money. Uh, I'm manifesting, um, you know, such and such a lifestyle. Great. Those are great goals to have. Manifest the energy. What energy do you need to get there? And this is like where we're coming into it with grounding because once you have that direction of, well, this is the kind of energy I want to go with, then it's like, okay, then you can really start to see that. You can really start to grow your roots there. And you know, you know, you either want to focus in and, and what direction or you, you are open to the, to being guided in different directions. Um, one of the things that I come to with grounding is, or that we both have mentioned several times um, on Instagram anyway, has been acknowledgement, acceptance, and accountability. Mm -hmm. Because without without those three and they come as a team. I mean, yes, you have them separately, but they, they amalgamate together. They come as a team, the conjunctive, whatever you want to like use. You can't have acceptance without acknowledging where you are, or acknowledging your direction or acknowledging what it is you want in life, you know, or your intention. You can't have accountability without accepting where you know accepting the rest of the stuff your baggage accepting what you what your strengths and what your weaknesses are equally you can't have acknowledgement without accountability you know and you you can't how can you how can you take how can you acknowledge all of these things in your life and see them for what they are if you're not willing to be held accountable to them 
because it's literally no one else's shit. It's yours. And at the end of the day, we are responsible for ourselves. I say this with a caveat of yes, things can happen in life that are chaotic. Awful things can happen in life. You know, it can, and, and this isn't to, this isn't to take away from anything or um, any trauma anyone has, has experienced or any difficult position anyone's ever been put in. It's not to take away from that at all. But what I am saying is like, yes, whatever your position is, what you can do, what you have control over is yourself. At the beginning, it will be very difficult to manage your behavior, to manage your reactions, to manage, you know, see yourself, to listen to all of that. But slowly, slowly, you can start to change to what you want to be, into the direction you want to go. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So with that being said, how do we do it? How do we start our own process of grounding? So those, these are the three that we're going to get into now. And be mindful that you don't have to do all three, okay? I just I feel like we really need to emphasize that because every time you see this five ways to do this, two ways to do this, 10 ways to do that, 250 ways to do this, and then... <laughs> <laughs> and then, no, I'm serious. I've, I've seen it. Um, and then we think, oh my God, I have to do all of those 250 things on the list in order to feel X, Y, and Z. No, no, you don't. That's why we want to simplify it here. Give you three things out of the three, pick one. Okay. Depending on what stage of life you are in what chapter in your life is going to determine which of those these three things that we're going to give to you now how are you going to use it to your benefit but hey if you're in a chapter in your life where all of these things three things make sense the more power to you okay so just keep that in mind you know what I love about the three things that um, you and I have sat down and talked through is that they are all connected. So when you do work your way through one, the others tend to follow. Like it, it seems to just sort of come naturally. And this is not something that we say is, oh, well, you'll just see it happen for yourself. <laughs> Obviously, everyone has their own journey. Obviously. But this is something that Ashika and I have either experienced ourselves and or and slash or we see our clients go through you know our clients start with being like yeah no i'm totally grounded i meditate every morning and then it turns out that the rest of the day is you know is a total hurricane but you know they've they've created that they've they said like well i'm going to meditate for 10 minutes every morning therefore i am grounded and unfortunately that's not how i say this is somebody who like does have meditative practices who you know goes through the process who is a coach and like does you know my very best of ability to follow whatever I would say to a client. Um, and I, I still have times and process when I'm going through, as we said, that chaotic hurricane of growth of like, I just need to figure out where I want to go, how I, how I need to like go about things where I'm not grounded and I am taking in lots of different ideas, you know, and I know, you know, I speak for you, Shika. I know you, you have also had the same, that same moment of being like, I am so up in the air. And then, when you settle, you see that like, oh, these, these, are the, these are the paths that are taking me um, 
where I can spend my energy and it's taking me the direction I want to go. These paths, they're fun, they're good, but it's not helping me right now. In fact, it could actually be harming me. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, when you, if, 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 if meditation is your way of, of getting grounded and settled in the morning, we're not knocking that because no, I do it. I know Gabby does it. We all have our own ways of doing it. But here is the thing. You, you can't just sit in meditation for five minutes to half an hour, however long you sit, and then get up and say, okay, well, I'm done now. You have to actively carry that energy with you through the day. That's what it needs. You don't just sit in one location and say, okay, well, I'm grounded now and then get up. And the minute you get up and walk away, you forget about it and your energy changes. Then you have this moment of sweetness, but then you carry on the day with salt. How does that, Mm -hmm. that's not grounding. That's finishing that's finishing a task. So let's get into it. Three ways to find grounding. Like I'm so excited. Like I'm just like, I'm like, because I'm like, we're tipped, like we're, you know, going around it and I'm like, let's just do it. So this is exciting. So the first number one thing on our list. Now, again, like Gabby said, it can all, it all goes hand in hand. This is a ripple effect. But if you want to start in a one place where you've maybe done number one and you're at two, or maybe you've done number two and you're at three. So number one way to, to start your grounding process is to create the time intentionally. Okay. There are so many times we hear, and I can be the first one to put up my hand where I have said this in the past as well as, oh, I don't have time for grounding. Okay. Because I, I have this thing called life and I have children. Remember? No. What example are you setting for the people around you as well? Okay. So I'm a mom to say it. No, you have time. So if you're a mom and you're listening to this, I'm speaking to you. <laughs> but for, for, for all of us, you know, uh, mom, dads, a- anybody, um, parents also or like entrepreneurs, right? Entrepreneurs, um, yeah. you know, leaders, leaders, um, just students, whoever you are that you are listening to. Number one thing is to create time intentionally. Grounding does not belong on your to-do list. Okay. First of all, I'm not a big fan of to-do list, but that's a whole another podcast we'll bring to you. Um, but grounding is. It, the process has to be created. Like you need to intentionally create space. It is not a task that you have to take off and say, there you go. Now I feel accomplished. It's not that. If you do not create space intentionally, it will, everything else in life will always take priority and you'll keep pushing it towards the end of the week or maybe mid-Wednesday, maybe Friday, maybe Sunday, and the week is gone and you start another hectic week chasing your tail, running in circles and having no space for yourself, okay? And then you think that you can sit in a grounding moment, I'm going to call it a moment. If you can see me, it's like quotation marks in a moment for five minutes and think, okay, well I'm done. And then go back to hectic life. No, create space intentionally. Look at your upcoming week and see how you can put yourself on your priority list. It is not 
a task and it does not belong on your to-do list. Also, just as a side thought, like grounding doesn't have to be sitting still. Mm-mm. Can I just like, I honestly, yes, please go it, for it. Yes. You might, you, you know, when you say create the space or create the time to be, to get grounded, that could be running and you're just cre- you're incorporating grounding practices in your running. I know this is something like Ashik and I have spoken about privately is when you're running, feel your feet hitting the ground. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, you know, it's really looking like at your environment or if you're in a gym, like really feel like your muscles pulling at the weights or your body, like hitting the treadmill, whatever you're doing, because that's, that's still grounding. That's bringing you it. And it kind of ties into our next point of get present. And I mean, actually get present in your body, incorporate those three A's of like acknowledgement, acceptance, accountability. I will repeat that until the, until the cows come home, because when a lot of, a lot of time, like, well, I'm, I am present. I want to be present in my life. I don't want to work all the time. I, you know, I'm getting lost in all of this, uh, this chaos, whatever. Um, I'm going to have some time off. Are you being present within yourself or are you avoiding? Mm. And this Mm. is where the acknowledgement comes in. This is where acceptance, this is where accountability comes in. Because if you then start using, you know, self-care, let's call it, you know, air quotes, self-care as a coping mechanism, as an avoidance mechanism, what are you actually doing to yourself? What are you what are you doing to your grounding? You are now pouring that energy away and you are, instead of it being directed and guided towards something and feeding into your life, it is now being thrown into the ether. But if you say, I'm going to go and, you know, I see my to-do list. That is a massive to-do. I also don't like to-do lists. Like Ashika and I have a very similar opinions. We will fully go into it we, one day. We will. Um, we will. <laughs> bet we will. Um, you can count on us. But like, you know, everyone's got a mental checklist of all the shit you have to do in your day. And it's like this tidal wave and you think, God, I have to do all of that. Okay. How much of it is, you know, you figure out what, what do I need to do right now? If I need time for my mental health, great. Take time for your mental health. How are you going to support yourself when you come out of that mental health? And when you come out of that mental health break, how are you going to support yourself so that you're not throwing yourself back into the deep end? So that's what I mean with get present. Actually get present. Not this bullshit. I want to live life in the moment. And, you know, living life in the moment is getting wasted um, on, a, on a Tuesday by the beach or like, you know, in the park or whatever. That, that can be a good time. That, is, that can also be being present. That can also be self-care. How are, is that, if you got stuff to do with Wednesday morning, is that going to help you for Wednesday morning? I don't know. Probably not. But again, Probably not. another good topic. And, you know, beautifully said, Gabby. Thank you for that. And that just brings us to our third and last um, um, way of uh, a grounding is to be consistent and follow through. So what going back to looking at what number one was to create space intentionally, be consistent with that. Don't create space and then fill it because now you've got this empty space and you can add another task in there. Okay. But I mean, I say it from experience, we've all done it. Mm-hmm. Be consistent. <laughs> okay. Grounding isn't a what hit wonder. It is going to come and haunt you in every part of your life that is going to require you to level up. It's going to require you to go into the next chapter of your life. It's going to require you to, to really show up for yourself. So consistency of ways to ground yourself is going to show up. And if 
And if you think it's not showing up, look within because the when you get uncomfortable in your skin, when you feel like nothing is going your way, when you feel like you're not sleeping well, you're not eating well, you're not digesting well, you have no energy, you're fatigued, you're getting sick, guess what? You're not grounded, okay? It, it, you are just floating and you're going through the motion of life. Mm. Right? Going so, through the motions. Going through the motions, the people. Motions. Don't just go through the motions. Mm -mm. So consistency, follow through. It's a commitment to yourself, okay? This is not a commitment that you make to your best friend, your partner, your neighbors. No, this is a commitment to self. And here's the thing I always find, if, if people cannot keep a commitment to themselves, they have a very hard time keeping a, an honest commitment to others, okay? Whether they say, oh, I can keep a commitment to others, but not to myself, no because it's it's not a lasting commitment if, if you dig, dig deeper. So if you can make a lasting commitment to yourself that regardless of what shitstorm your life is going through, like Gabby described that tornado, that storm, you still have different ways, tools of grounding. It's not just sitting like, like we said, in one space, it can be running. Heck, sometimes when I, I've also noticed that when I'm, my life is spiraling and I'm going through the motions because we all go through it, even I'm unaware that I'm actually drinking water. So just stopping, like imagine like a slow-mo version of this, stopping and really feeling that water go down your throat, down your esophagus, into your digestive system, into your stomach, that is you taking a moment and grounding and feeling that water the source of life and energy within you. So consistency is key. Yeah, no, that was great. Like you're talking, you know, that is creating time and space. That is get, um, getting present, just having a moment and drinking that water. Personally, what I like when I feel like spiraling aside from, you know, uh, copious amounts of like, conversations because this is the thing with granny when you feel like you're spiraling it's really easy to talk around it it's really easy to tiptoe around that well and just like chat and be like yeah no i'm just doing this and like can i get like really wound up on it um and because it's like you're trying to ground but you're, you're still like spinning around in the storm you're like grabbing whatever whatever branch you can like be fine um personally i like to plan my meals mm -hmm. And so like I actually sit down and this means that for some of it, instead of just cooking whatever I find, whatever I'm hungry for, I have to sit and put a recipe together. And by doing that, and I'm smelling as I go, I'm tasting as I go and I'm adding to it. So I'm really present there. I mean, I'm listening to my body intuitively what it wants to eat. I'm, you know, then when I sit and I'm eating it, I think, oh my God, this is so good. This is so, I, like, I made this. That's my grounding process. Even if I don't have time to cook something the next day, I've planned my week so that I know where I have time to eat or where I have time to cook or where I need to eat whatever I pre-make, but I can still sit and think, oh my God, thank you so much, past Gabby. You made this. Like, this is, this has made my day. This is all I needed. Yeah. Girl, I made, uh, last week, I made like an avocado chocolate mousse. 
Mm. with cinnamon and just like a little bit of brandy and I forgot about it for two days and then ate it and I swear to god it was so good and it was just like having that after a very wild day was like oh yeah no I'm the same person every single day like I'm a you know human being it's okay what I do a week before is going to feed into a week later it just gives you that relativity that yeah that relativity yeah um and another, for me, when, when I'm looking at grounding, yes, meal planning is, is very big. Um, you know, being nutritionists, we know the benefits of having meals together that give us that energy, that give us that life source, that give us that mental energy to, to show up for ourselves, uh, for our family, like for our family, our friends and, and our clients. So the other part is also what type of physical activity you're doing that can also be a, a form of grounding. Like how are you putting your yourself on your priority list and making sure that you are getting either physical activity or a physical exercise in 30 minutes a day. Maybe that is part of your grounding um, um, routine um, as, as well. So what we're trying to say here is make it your thing. Okay, mm. when, when you try to, to mimic what others are doing, it's, it may not work for your lifestyle. So look at your life and reevaluate. Okay, go within, go deeper. Grounding isn't superficial, it, it's deeper. It mm. will take you to that next version of yourself, that next vision of yourself. And if you are um, an entrepreneur and, and you're listening to this and you're in a leadership role, it is so important because if you lead a team, you need to be grounded so you can be there for your team. You have to set that example. Okay. It comes from you. Maybe set up grounding exercises before you go into a meeting. That can also be it. Get, create that energy, create the space. Number two was get present, stop living in a space of avoidance. Number three was follow through, you all. Consistency, okay? Consistency is going to make or break this. Yeah, that was great. Really well said. Just one thing before we go, where do you feel your grounding? Mm. Mm. Where do you feel it? When you're, when you're grounded, where do you feel it? I say I would feel it. I feel it in my heart, and I feel it in my head. Nice. Personally, I have it in my core, um, my solar plexus, and I have it in my feet, like in my legs. Mm. I don't feel like I'm floating. I feel like there's roots in the ground, and that's a really great way of checking in with your grounding is feeling for it. Yeah, I love that. That's a beautiful way to 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 end this topic i think um yeah yeah and you know what we are always open to feedback guys i mean you will find us on facebook under unpacking the uncomfortable uh we have a private group and a page uh we are on instagram at unpacking the uncomfortable um all even though we're not doing lives anymore because we are here now uh, and we're taking over this space, you can still DM us on Unpacking the Uncomfortable um, on our Instagram homepage. 
And if you have any specific topics, you've got questions, you listen to a podcast and you're thinking, shit, I want to know more about this. Hit us up there. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Bye for Yay, now. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.